0: Dark by Design may contain graphic and or explicit content. Audience discretion is advised.
1: Hello. Hi. What's up?
0: What's
1: up? Hi. You look beautiful
0: today. I love it. Thank you. So do you. I love the 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 windswept bangs that you've been uh <gasps> lately
1: thank they you so are much
0: one amazing
1: oh uh, okay. thank you it, it's mainly because i don't feel like recutting my bangs because they got too long and then i just don't feel like doing them every day so
0: are they like in that weird in-between
1: length? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. unfortunately i feel you girl thank you i used got my my bangs all the time, yeah. I like your space buns, though. Can we talk Thanks. about those? <laughs> <laughs> you're so freaking cute. And we're wearing kimonos. Look how we fucking cute we kimonos. are. Oh man. Oh, yeah, by yeah. the way, um, hello and welcome. I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm ben. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're listening to Dark by Design, the podcast where two creative gals share stories with the macabre to then pick them apart before the nightmares start. Thank you so much for joining us. And as you can see, we love giving each other compliments because... Yes. It fuels we us. <laughs>
0: we love giving compliments.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Tell us things. So happy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but like words of affirmation and like I don't know, like loving words from other people is it, even if it's just like a "Hey champ, you got this" type of thing. Oh man, that does wonders. It really yeah. does. It's better than Same. coffee in the morning.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. I like.
0: um... I like doing acts of kindness and like giving gifts, mm-hmm. but I don't like acts of kindness being done to me. I prefer <gasps> words of affirmation.
1: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. which one's
0: my love language? I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh well, you can have you can have multiple um, okay. love languages. Like um, for me, uh, like I want to say my top two are like the like spoken word. So like um, like talking to me and like interaction yeah. and like verbal. Affirmation—is that what it's called? I don't know. Verbal communication and also physical touch—I really like that too, but not all the time. But like, I need to be like—I want hugs a lot. (laughs) Like, I need. Want hugs
0: a lot. Yeah. Want them from strangers.
1: Exactly, but I want them from my partner. But like for actually like gift giving, I don't like gift giving. (laughs) I don't. Well, I don't like to receive gifts. I should say that I like to give gifts, but I don't like receiving them. It's mm-hmm.
0: like the birthday thing we talked about last time.
1: <gasps> yeah. 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 Oh, I, I just, I don't I care for it. that at all. I hate it. Yeah. Um, and what was the I'd other? I'd rather one? you just
0: like give mm-hmm. me a hug and be like, hey, happy birthday. Like, here's a, cup- here's a cupcake. I want a cupcake. I will absolutely take a cupcake. I yeah. don't want a gift.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Or it's like, um, Or it's like, a, hey, happy birthday. I love you. Here's a hug. And by the way, um, I did the dishes. You thank know, like I did you. this I would cool thing for you. I would do
0: the dishes. Thank you.
1: Like, yeah. What is the best
0: gift, because I is it? like the dishes.
1: <laughs> yeah, like acts of service, I think that, that yeah. love languages. That but is. But they're are so cool. Service.
0: My mom used to, when I was a kid, for mm-hmm. uh, birthdays, I don't know if it's the same for, like, Caucasian families, but Latino sure. families, everyone likes to gather around you and stare at you as you open your gifts.
1: <gasps> yeah, that, yeah.
0: Expect you mm-hmm. to be like, oh, thank you so much. I love this so much.
1: <gasps> yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: my God. Even as a kid, like as a three, three, four year old, I remember sitting there with like 30 adults just staring at me yeah, and crying as I'm opening gifts because I'm like oh. so embarrassed. And my mom has pictures, even, as, even <laughs> as a teenager, I'm crying. Like my face is just red. Um, speaking of teenagers, I'm going to put this picture up here. I caught a ghost on camera, I think. What? Yeah, at my um, 18th birthday party, I think <gasps> it was, or 17th birthday party. Mm hmm. So, all of my friends were gathered gathered around uh, the living room at my aunt's house, and we all took like a group picture together. Uh-huh. There is one hand that is unaccounted for. What? There's one hand on someone's shoulder, Yeesh! nonetheless. Oh, it's, it's one so of those creepy. stories. It's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. Yeah. I'm gonna Shut
1: oh, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Oh, man. Oh. I would <laughs> Oh, man. <gasps> Whoa. I don't think I've ever had that cool experience. But then, time. but then again, my my birthdays are always creepy because my birthday is two days before Halloween.
0: Yeah. That's so fucking cool. If I ever have mm-hmm. kids, I want an October baby, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I want to get married on October twenty eighth. That is my ideal date.
1: Oh, why the twenty eighth? If you don't mind me asking, I don't just know, sounds good. Ten
0: twenty eight. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it just feels good. It just feels 1028.
0: good. Ten twenty eight instead of ten twenty seven. Like that's too many syllables. oh Would be a good one. I like mm-hmm. October thirteenth. It's like. Red
1: I don't know. I like that too. I like it too. Yeah, I'm like Over
0: a October thirty first wedding with the masquerade ball. That sounds awesome.
1: I was just gonna say, think about it like a masquerade wedding. That might be really cool. Ooh, would when everybody really dresses cool. up.
0: <laughs> Ooh, with like the the
1: masks. Ooh. <gasps> oh, like a oh, like a like a like a Renaissance type of yes. Italian big masquerade Absolutely. type of ball. Oh man. Oh, and we
0: can be the ladies of the Venetian court. We can put belladonna eye drops in our eyes. Oh, not. That sounds horrible. <laughs> just go to the we all have to go to the ophthalmologist before and get our eyes dilated Yeah, this wedding.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say, let's just get like those like dilating drops instead of like putting, you know, what is it called? Um what's a poison? Yeah, put instead of putting poison in your eyes. Might nice, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, that's
0: so great.
1: <laughs> that is fun, but I'd be down for that. <laughs> yeah,
0: fuck, yeah, that sounds great. I'm gonna workshop it.
1: Heck yeah! If yeah.
0: Jacob ever proposes,
1: that's fair. Yeah. It's in
0: Denmark, but who knows?
1: Oh! Um, Pressure, sure. Pre Pressure, uh, Pressure, Pressure. <laughs> this is
0: way past. This is coming is. out way past after mm-hmm. we're in Denmark. But I swear to God, if I don't have a fucking ring on my like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not in a rush. I'm really. <laughs> in a rush. I don't care. Um, I'm on my own track in life, you know. Like oh, for sure. Same. I'm not like. I don't know. Some people get
1: married at eighteen, some people get married at fifty. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm the same way. Um I've been in let's see, a lot of weddings. Um within like the past like seven years I've been in like five yeah. different weddings. But they've all been incredibly like laid back. Um yeah. and then I'm I'm currently in a in a wedding this upcoming October and it's like a traditional like US Ooh, Western okay. wedding. With like, we have to like, we have like uh, bridesmaid meetings, and we have to do this, and they're paying like planning parties and trips, and yeah, yeah, it's like one of those, and we all have to get like the same shirts, and we have to buy this, and for the bachelorette party. Yeah, like a bride tribe type of thing. Oh man, dude. I do not care for Western traditional weddings at all in the least bit. I think it's a bunch of, like, bull honky. If you like it, cool. But I think it's just way too much work for... It's just, you put way too much stress on the bride and groom at the same time, and, ah, I just don't like it. Um, I my, just
0: want, like, mm-hmm. a Latino wedding. Like, Ooh, really fun. there's are so that? fun. It's just oh, so lively. So lively. And it's like... Mm-hmm the weddings that I've been to have
1: been very reserved, high strung. (gasps) Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I hate that. I want
0: to have a fun time.
1: Same, same. Or, um, like my, my whole perspective on, uh, weddings was opened up when I went to, um, a good friend of mine. She's a Hindu. So they have like the, the week long weddings and yeah. uh, we had the best time. And, like, um, you know, that's when it, like, clicked. I'm like, why would you spend so much money for one day when you can just, like, make it, like, a, like a week-long celebration? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think Absolutely. that's better. Because then I yeah. feel like it's, like, more bang for your buck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, my ideal wedding would be, like, to get married at a uh, courthouse, do, like, a local reception slash bridal shower, and yeah. then um, rent out, like, a gigantic house somewhere. Um, yeah. and then just invite friends and family to stay with us That's for, like, two fun. to three weeks. Yeah, yeah. and just party. <laughs> that
0: sounds great.
1: Yeah, and just go on a vacation for two to three weeks, and then whoever oh, can yeah. come and show up shows up, and then uh, we get we can say, I don't know, I don't want to pay, like, $50,000 for all this stuff, but, like, if I'm going to pay that much money... Insane. Yeah. Like why are you why? paying like $5,000 just on flowers? Like that is just blows my mind. So I'm like, yeah, that's just same. let's not do that. Let's just go on like a month-long vacation.
0: Yeah.
1: And make it awesome. That's that's yeah. my idea. That
0: sounds
1: great. Thank a you. A month-long vacation sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs>
0: but anyway, I digress. Where are we? <laughs> is, uh, today's episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of lots of money, Today's episode um, has been something that I've been building up to over the course of the past two weeks uh, with with my topics, so (gasps) yeah, if you guys haven't noticed... Rachel does the even episodes, and then I do the odd episodes, hence uh, why today's episode is episode 13, and you probably already know what the episode is about, because it's in the title, and you're definitely listening to this in the future, but Mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't listened, I would highly recommend that you go and listen to the Freemasonry episode and the occultism episodes, which are 9 and 11, respectively. Also... (sighs) Kalingo proper, that one's fucking fine. Go to go listen to episode twelve.
1: <laughs> the eel riot. It's so much fun. <laughs> the
0: eel riot. Was it episode twelve?
1: Uh, uh is it either ten or twelve? I forget which one it. Yeah, ten. 10 it was because, ten. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Because twelve was uh, crypto-Judaism.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 the Muranos. So, yeah, mm-hmm. very yeah. exciting so, stuff.
0: Uh, I would highly recommend you go and listen to all of our other episodes if this is the one that you're starting with. Uh, Hell yeah. They're a lot of fun and they're very chaotic. Uh, and if you like banter, we have a lot more of it. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And then turns out we we also, um, you know, plan sometimes. I don't, I yeah. just picked like the random things. Bez's been planning. <laughs> I just go this sounds like a really cool topic and then she's like hey i have like a month laid out of like podcast episodes is gonna build up into one and i'm like damn i'm not structured i'm too (laughs) impulsive of a person damn i
0: fucking love it i love it yeah oh i I love it too this one just because of the sheer amount of like research i've been doing i just want to do something really fun for the next one heck Um, yeah well, the, the next one I think is the Halloween episode.
1: Oh, I'm so very excited! So for that we're one. Get,
0: we have something very excited planned for that one, you guys. Um, I'm so excited! And dear God, I hope you're excited because we're so excited. I
1: know. Oh my God, it's gonna be so amazing. Oh man, Halloween's our favorite. It's war, every our favorite girl's holiday. Every
0: dream. Like that's <gasps> all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every spooky yep. little goth girl's wet dream. Every oh, man. spooky
0: little goth girl.
1: Yeah. I love uh, it so much. But. Yeah,
0: anyway. so um, <laughs> this has to do with Freemasonry and occultism, and uh, I'll, you know, we'll get into it uh, mm-hmm. in a little bit. But uh, hell
1: yeah! If you would, uh, I, if you would like to learn more about uh, today's topic, also uh, you can find more information, photos, and videos on the show's website at www dot darkbydesignpodcast.com or by following us on Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok at darkbydesign underscore podcast, which are also all linked in the description for you. And you can also find us individually on our socials. Um, I'm Miss Quirk with two Ks and I stream on Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, Beverly is on Instagram, sometimes Twitch and YouTube at BetterLocks with two S's. Did I say that right? Hold on, Better Hi. Locks with two S's. I think I, I stuttered through your through your name, so hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happens sometimes. I just call it like a drum roll for my sentences. You know what I mean? Built anticipation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but there's also many ways to support the show and us as content creators. Uh, the number one way is telling your family and friends about us. Word of mouth really helps Sorry, let me let me start that over. Word of mouth really helps the show grow and will give us more opportunities to make fun things in the future. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on any other streaming platforms, go ahead and rate us five stars and tell us your cringiest story. Oh, if you're willing to do that. <laughs> um, we'll thank you on air and give you a lovely compliment right back because... Um, Thank you for your your cooperation and time, and uh, also for uh, dealing out the truth, so we appreciate that.
0: I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys my cringiest story right off the bat. Yeah. Um, This happened two months ago. I was in the ice cream aisle of Walmart, because there's no other grocery store close to me. I hate Walmart. I hate it.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: But there was this creepy guy just kind of following me down the aisle, and I get to... This was at the time of my life where I was, like, really into counting my calories and shit like that. Mm. So I was getting Halo Top ice cream, and I reached for it, and this guy was just standing there staring at me, and he's, and I was, like, I was kind of freaking out, and I was also, like, this is really weird. So I was, like, I have a boyfriend, and he was, like, I'm just trying to get ice
1: cream. (laughs) (laughs) damn! (laughs)
0: Sense. I told Jacob and
1: he was like, oh. oh no. Oh, you're like, yeah, I read this conversation real wrong. <laughs> this interaction he was, was like, off.
0: You are so cringy. I was like, I know. I know. You don't need to remind
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. I too am cringy and it just got to the point where um, I just giggle. If you just do the ha, ha, oops and then people kind of and just walk away and I ignore it. And I know I've done a lot of cringy stuff in... My life. Oh, trust me, I have. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Most likely because I've repressed it. But give me to the end of the episode, and I'll let you know. Oh, there's been plenty. There's been so many. I'm a very socially awkward person, so. I love it. Thank you.
0: If you guys don't feel, uh, if you guys want to send it in anonymous anonymously too, you can also send it to our email, which uh, I'll put down here, and it's also. In the link in the show notes, but dark by design podcast at gmail.com. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> also, uh, we've launched a Patreon. And if you sign up with our Patreon, you get a bunch of amazing goodies and extras starting at f- the $5 level, uh, including a thank you sticker and a print early access to extended episodes, and downloadable coloring pages that you'll absolutely love. Ah, oh, man, we, oh, we're we doing so much. Uh, all Patreon levels <laughs> have special access to our Discord, where we play uh, tons of like video games, and we talk the night away, we watch movies together. Oh my god, yay friendship. You know, we, we just have a lot of fun on there. Uh, also, supporting us on Patreon helps to... Otsef- ot- offset the cost (laughs) of hosting and making the show and we record and edit all of our episodes and your support really does mean the absolute world to us so whether it's financially or liking or sharing our post with your friends and family you can support us in many ways so whatever way is easier for you please go ahead and uh hook us up we would really greatly appreciate it
0: (laughs) any type of support will help us hopefully eventually uh just kind of focus on this for the rest of our lives and yeah. like a bunch of other really cool projects that we have in the works. So yeah, yeah we nice to have
1: the time. <laughs> Hell yeah. And um, we've uh, both agreed that we're both uh, two artists that have been deprived of art the majority of our life, and we're not going to stand for that anymore going into our 30s. Uh, we are 30s. not
0: stepping down. Mm-hmm. Fuck the patriarchy.
1: Hell yeah. We're not going to take it. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. we're not going to take it <laughs> anymore. Yeah.
0: And for any other artists out there who are mm-hmm. in college, who are mm-hmm. in high school, middle school, if you want to fucking study art, do it. If it yeah. makes you happy, do it. Don't mm-hmm. let people define your idea of success. Like, you don't have to be a lawyer. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be a fucking successful businessman in order to be successful. Yeah. You can be successful doing what you love. Like, Absolutely. As long as you have a passion for it, that's all that matters. So, yeah. Don't let the man get you down
1: yes because there's there's always communities there's always groups there's the the everybody's we'll interconnected yeah social media is super huge um, I know a girl who's going to circus school. That's just so do cool. it. <laughs> yeah, she can shoot a bow and arrow with her feet. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. And she That's does, the like, the, the rope and everything. And she, like, can, like, uh, like uh, trapeze with rings and stuff. Oh, it's really cool. Turns out her mom's a fire breather. And, like, yeah, and everyone says, like, oh, you can't make it in the circus industry. But she's like, no, if you know anything about the circus industry, you know that there are jobs out there for you. So it's you just have to look and find out. That's what we're trying to get at. Word to your Shit, moms. I want to work in a like, fucking
0: circus now. Right? That's awesome. I right? mean, as long as they don't have like elephants and stuff,
1: you know? Oh, it's for so sure. Free. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> the, yeah, a lot of, um, she was telling me that a lot of the circus nowadays are just like visual performers and a lot more to oh, do yeah. with like art and um, performance type of thing. And that's what she's looking to go I into. Want to do that. Yeah, but like, yeah, you just need to find your community and uh, know how to work a social media account and you're good to go. Yep. That's it? You're
0: good it. to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got this.
1: Well, yeah. Anyway, hi. <laughs> your, your, your two moms will start off ranting, and uh, we're going to talk about today's episode, My dears. Beverly Do you want to go ahead and uh, let us know all about your really cool research that you've been doing? Ooh. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Right,
0: I'm going to get real close into the mic here.
1: Sure, go for it. The
0: great beast, the wickedest man in the world. Mm. Uncle Fester's long lost twin (laughs) And definitely a Slytherin Oh shit This iconic Brit is one of the most controversial And infamous motherfuckers in the 20th century And he was also a jack of all trades No! For a hell of a historical and weird episode Because it's about to go down In this episode, we'll be going through the timeline Of Alistair Crowley's life While making some pit stops along the way To highlight some of his greatest achievements And disachievements?
1: Ooh. I don't know if this
0: is the right word, but this motherfucker did some good shit. So. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Was he really on to something great? Or was <gasps> he just grasping for straws while ho- hoping to uncover some deep meaning about life that wasn't Ooh. actually there? Ooh. Also, is it pronounced Crowley or Crowley? Because everyone pronounces it differently. Um, so don't come at me. Gotcha. If you think I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, because <laughs> every single documentary I've watched, every mm-hmm. single uh like audiobook I've read, it says mm. Crowley and Crowley. So I'm gonna say Crowley, because ah. I'm bougie as fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. Um, That's fine. And hey. just it just rolls off the tongue better.
1: I like All it. Part. I like it. Fake it till you oh, make yeah. it, as they say.
0: Fake it to you <laughs> make it, absolutely. So uh we're gonna start off with his childhood and adolescence. Okay. Uh, Alistair Crowley, whose birth name was Edward Alexander Crowley, was born at midnight on October twelfth, eighteen seventy-five. Uh-huh. Uh, at Leamington Spa in at Leamington Spa in Warwickshire to Edward and Emily Crowley. Mm. That's right, folks. His birthday is two. Count them two days ah. from now, unless you're listening to the extended episode. Then it's a week and two days from now. Yeah. But If and you're then, listening yeah. to the regular episode, when it first two, comes
1: out. Yes. Mm -hmm. Two days, two days. Oh, happy birthday, Mister Crowley! Oh man, yeah. Oh, can I tell a really quick segue story?
0: Absolutely.
1: Um. So my birth. Guess what my birth time is. Midnight. No.
0: Oh. Uh, three thirty-three
1: a.m. Uh no, but that would be really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It would. It would make a lot of sense. Four twenty, baby. Four
0: twenty? Yes.
1: No wonder I'm a pothead. Uh (laughs) p.m. thanks (laughs) I love it. thanks <laughs> anyway that's my, my story yeah it was a, i was destined to smoke the devil's lettuce anyway i'm sorry continue
0: <laughs> probably would agree
1: mm. oh thank you thank you
0: <laughs> i love that i was born at 6:55 p.m mm. on june 16th 1994. oh i love that Shimonides. Fun facts about
1: us. Ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 <laughs> ow! Scorpio, Aries, Scorpio rising! Queen.
0: I'm gonna put a little <laughs> crown right there for Scorpio Queen. Fuck yeah. Uh, fuck yeah. But Crowley's parents mm-hmm. weren't devout Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were members of the Plymouth Brethren, which was a fundamentalist evangelical Christian sect.
1: Oh no. That's just. I don't know what
0: this means. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I got you, boo. Okay, so, thank according you. According to the Frontiers in Psychology website, a religious fundamentalist is someone that believes that their religious teachings are superior and believe in the strict division between righteous people and evil doers. So in the ca- in the ca- in the case <laughs> <laughs> In the case of the Plymouth Bre- uh, Brethren, they are the righteous and every other human that is not part of the religion is the ev- evil doer.
1: Oh no. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh no!
0: Absolutely wild. So, like any good parent would, they raised Crowley in this type of religious upbringing, which obviously did wonders.
1: Oh god, I can just I can just hear, I can feel, I can feel the social complexes that they just mm-hmm. give each other. All right, mm-hmm. There's just yeah. just a group of religious people just shirking, circle jerking each other, going, "Yeah, we're great. Oh, with the best. Oh, <laughs> Is that allowed on YouTube? I might have to blur that. <laughs> <laughs> I did the jerk off hands. Sorry." I'll just put a black a black
0: box over it
1: I love it thank you so much Uh, you can see the unedited version on the extended uh, Patreon content so you can go check that out yep (laughs) oh damn sorry (laughs)
0: Uh, between his birth in 1890 the family has a second child that died stillbirth they ended up moving from Warwickshire to the Grange neighborhood in Redhill, Surrey And his father passed away on March 5th, 1887, so around when he was 11 years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's a whole lot of death around that time. Yeah, especially
1: Um, for early childhood.
0: mm -hmm. Holy moly. Exactly. It was at the age of 15 that our friend here discovers his love of climbing. Uh, So between 1890 and 1893, Mm -hmm. Mr. Crowley climbed a whopping 68 mountains all over Europe, Ah! but mainly in fucking Scotland and England. 68 mountains. Uh, Some of these were upwards of like 2,000 feet.
1: (gasps) Okay, I I don't don't even want to think of myself climbing a mountain, let alone actually climbing a mountain. Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you.
0: I don't even like hiking.
1: Yeah. I can do like a nice jaunt around the forest. You know, I like to see trees sometimes. Exactly. But Mm when
0: it's like this, you Mm -hmm. got me fucked up Mm -hmm. if you think I'm joining you. Mm -hmm. Hell no. I'll sit down... I'll watch your stuff. <laughs> yeah. i watch the birds. Yeah!
1: <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll sit at the bottom here and just enjoy myself. Yeah, anything yeah. above, like, a 20-degree incline, mm-mm, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> I haven't exercised since July of 2020. I'm, I can't do it physically. <laughs>
0: it's just... Yeah, I think that's around the time I stopped. I think I mentioned it in one of our episodes. I was at the mm. gym, and there was, like, the mask mandate, and I literally just... <sighs> Hold it down once to breathe because I was out of breath. And they're like, uh, ma'am, you need to put your mask back on. And I never went back. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, I'm just trying to breathe, man. I'm i I'm inhaling my mask. This. I just, I just need to, I'm sorry. So I never went back. Dang. And here I am I feel
1: now. it. <laughs> yeah, same. Here I am now, too. <laughs> uh, uh.
0: So by the age of 15, he had mm. climbed 68 mountains. Wow. Um. Just mm-hmm. fucking overachiever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking overachiever for real. People in England, right? Now, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, he kind of wasn't overachiever. He was only 15.
1: <gasps> yeah.
0: Which I, I I wrote this in my notes when I was 15. I was playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, those mountains in game, and even those were hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to get mm-hmm. flying. I was 100 <laughs> yeah. not. Climbing sixty-eight mountains all over Europe. I oh just, yeah, no. Jesus, that no. sounds horrible. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd I'd rather be a teacher's pet. I was a teacher's pet. Will fully admit. Yeah. But uh, mm-mm. I won't go above mm-hmm. beyond the Call of Duty of like a- athletic performance. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. I uh. Mm-hmm.
0: I did dance team. That was hard. <gasps> oh,
1: how fun! <laughs> oh man, I didn't do much at all. <laughs> I wanted to do uh, theater, but. Oh yeah. But I'm doing fun. the podcast now. Fuck
0: yeah! This is your theater space. Same.
1: Jazz hands. Oh. <laughs> mm,
0: mm. <laughs> All right. Good. So in 1894, Crowley mm-hmm. enrolled and attended Eastbourne College in East Sussex. Mm-hmm. This college is basically a boarding school and not actually a college. Um, oh, okay. So keep in mind he was only 16, but then again, ages and stuff are weird in Europe. Or yeah, maybe they're mm-hmm. weird here, depending on which side of the pond you're on. True. Uh, here, also, you're in high school. Years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, over 100 years ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that's
1: right. It's 2022. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Crazy. Uh-oh. I hate it. Mm. <laughs> I, I keep thinking the 90s were only five years ago. That's that's yeah. where I'm at. Uh, yeah. Dang. All right. Continue. I keep uh. forgetting.
0: I'm almost 30. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sit here and be old. <laughs> sucks. It sucks. But here... You're in high school until you're about 18, 18, mm-hmm. 19, 17, 18, 19, around that age. Um, and you can't drink until you're 21, legally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Europe, I think it's, I think you're in high school, or the equivalent of high school, until you're 16. And then you can start drinking at 16, which is pretty cool. I actually mm. ended up learning that from Skins UK, which if you guys haven't watched that show, oh. fucking amazing. 100% recommend.
1: But I'll add very, it to my list. very steamy. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: It has four seasons. I don't like seasons. No, it has six seasons. I do not like seasons five and six. They're kind of weird. Mm. But seasons one through four, UK, very good. United States version, not that great. Would not recommend. Um, <laughs> no taken. <laughs> there was a lot of talk of gonorrhea in the American one. It was weird. <laughs> Interesting. Gonorrhea is weird. If you have gonorrhea, you're totally normal. Go get go get it checked out mm-hmm. so it doesn't like develop into something further. Absolutely. You do you boo? Um,
1: but the but, amount of times they talked about it was um, yes particularly it was, weird and <laughs> unsettling. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Dang.
0: Yeah, but at this col well at this college, uh, he quickly joined and pushed his way to the top of the chess club, attending to attempting to reorganize and make this club the best of the best. Because if you're not the best, you're the worst, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Here we see the first major division in people's opinions about Crowley. Um, Upon Mm -hmm. trying to restructure the team, the club splits clean down the middle because some were all for it. They're like, fuck yeah, I want to be a type A motherfucker and get this club to the top of the top and win all of these championships. Whereas others, like myself, Mm -hmm. were completely against the restructure because it's a club, for fuck's sake. Like, it's to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, um, And they were against Crowley himself, just because of his fucking type A personality, which is probably brought on by his religious upbringing.
1: Yeah. But, wow, man, that probably explains yeah. why I didn't have a lot of friends growing up either. Hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was an introvert and a shy kid, and I didn't leave my house, okay? <laughs> that was the real reason. But I was a jerk sometimes, because I didn't leave my house, because I was an introvert and a shy kid. <laughs> oh, no! Oh! I'm making it worse for myself. Continue. <laughs> I, I am learning that I'm just an asshole, but that's fine. I used and now to
0: push mm-hmm. myself to be like way more extroverted than I. I, I am like an INTP, I think, mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. INTP, something. I don't know the you know, the Braxton Hicks, whatever. Wait, no, that's
1: not, no, that's um, not, that's no. pregnancy uh, yeah. <laughs> Myers Briggs. Myers Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> I was close.
0: I also don't
1: know the Braxton Hicks, because I'm not fucking pregnant. <laughs> At first, I was like, no, I think you're right. <laughs> but actually, uh, speaking of, like, uh, saying the wrong things, I usually say, um, was it Myers-Briggs? I see Briar's Migs, because I mix up the letters. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's my version that. of the test. <laughs>
0: right, uh... Briar's
1: <laughs> Migs. Yeah, I would like the Bri- uh, the Briar's Migs test, please.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Oh, we should take that later and see, um, Jacob made me take a personality test when we first started dating.
1: Mm-hmm. Fucking weird. So trying to say something? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he
0: was trying to see if we were compatible. I was like, of course we're compatible. What do you mean? You're a virgin? yeah I'm
1: a <laughs> <No> Yeah. <mistake. laughs> be the equivalent. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. They're just Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a person's yeah. a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: uh but aside
0: from that weird uh trying to restructure the chess club. Yeah a pretty bizarre. uneventful time at Eastbourne College, ultimately okay. making his way to Cambridge I believe, in the Trinity College.
1: Mm. Um
0: but throughout his adolescence not mm. much else eventful really occurred just some more hiking and more mountaineering and stuff but uh we're gonna go into Crowley's young adulthood and his initial descent into the occult now oh um we'll look at what experiences led him to the paths he decided to take later in life what we think about them um and then we're also going to get into some weird shit
1: <gasps> oh mm-hmm. i love weird shit yeah
0: i love weird shit too so oh, yeah yeah so we're gonna get into some weird shit in 1896 Crowley climbed the Trifthorn at 370... Wait, that's not math. 3,728 meters (laughs) in Switzerland. Um, Wow. mm -hmm. It was during this climb and during his visit in Stockholm that he had his first mystical experience. I'm
1: going to say that
0: again so I can edit in some sparkles and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh It was during this climb and during his visit in Stockholm that he had his first Mm -hmm. mystical experience. (laughs)
1: Ooh. <laughs> how fun
0: yeah wow. um, very exciting stuff so as stated in his writings he mm-hmm. said and I quote I was awakened to the knowledge that I possessed a magical means of becoming conscious of and satisfying a part of my nature which had up to that point been concealed wait concealed itself from me it was an experience of horror and pain Combined with a certain ghostly terror. Yet, at the same time, it was the key to the purest and holiest spiritual ecstasy that exists. At this time... (laughs) Spiritual
1: ecstasy, all right. Uh
0: Uh-huh. At this time, I was not aware of the supreme importance of the matter. It seemed to me little more than a development of certain magical processes Processes. Uh, with which I was already familiar. It was an isolated experience, not repeated until exactly 12 months later. To the minute. Uh, I tried my best at an accent. Oh. A, I, I, you guys probably noticed it. There was probably some American in there. No, that's, that's fine. fine. Honestly, um, <laughs> I, I thought you
1: did, um, uh, I captured his pretentiousness. I think that, that worked out really nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely.
0: I That's the one thing I rehearsed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this guy's potential is shit. I need this to bring this forward. This guy's pretentious shit. <laughs> uh, but, what,
0: um, mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, what was his magical experience? Was it like, did he touch himself for the first time? He is this what it was?
0: Himself. Yeah, he, it was the first time he knew what a wiener was. <laughs> 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 no, but he doesn't actually really say Oh. He just notes that he had like this uh, mystical experience in Stockholm, uh, uh, Switzerland. Okay, I could have sworn that was in Sweden, Stockholm.
1: I I knew of the syndrome. I'm just kidding, but that it came from that country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that My we'll America figure it is out. Coming out. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, we'll
0: here exactly. Yeah, I'll just mm-hmm. I'll just mm-hmm. I'll just check myself. Exactly. Um, but so two things to note here. We can see how pretentious he is. Like this is just a whole lot of like beating around the bush, not actually explaining what he experienced. Mm. Um, but this is also the point where we can pinpoint him taking the initial steps onto his occult path. Um, his yeah. So his oh. travels um, after college, so after Eastbourne College led him away from the Christian religion and, like, the oppression that he felt within that religion. Oh, um, okay. And it was after that trip that he actually legally changed his name to Alistair Crowley, which is so
1: much more metal. Um, oh, you know what that is? it's true. also
0: something you would hear in, like, wasn't there an Alistair in Harry Potter? I think oh. there was, right? That's oh. like some Harry Potter name. I fucking love it.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. You know, it does sound mm-hmm. like something that you would see in uh, or hear in the wizarding world.
0: <laughs> yeah, the wizarding world. <laughs> He'd probably be like a a Slytherin. He'd probably be part of a, you know, fucking Voldemort's little pussy posse. So So that was in 1896. Um, Mm. And then in 1897, he traveled to Russia.
1: Uh, And he
0: began heavily researching and reading up on books about alchemy, mystical works, and magic. He also discovered his love for poetry and ended up publishing a book a poetic book called White Stains Abroad.
1: Sorry. Oh my god! Leaves.
0: <laughs> Truck leaves. Yeah, White Stains. Okay. So I'm sure you can imagine.
1: Coom. Oh <laughs> That's the first <laughs> thing. Oh I my god! So he hard. did touch himself! That was his Christmas musical experience! Oh no! <laughs> Oh, this is what happens when you go into some stupid, like, just repressive lifestyle. You go outside, and then you just turn into, like, an absolute maniac because you're like, I would like to experience everything because I was repressed my entire life, and I only know this because I learned it this year. (laughs) It's me. There's, okay, there's a lot of connections that I'm just like, yeah, I know, Alistair Crowley, I get it. I'm already making a lot of connections, but I mean, (laughs) but it's fine. Oh, it's my like God. You
0: you first step out of, like, your little shelter, and you're like, ooh, Beavis, ooh, Booba, ooh, balls? Oh, yeah. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, so he published uh, White Stains Abroad, mm-hmm. um, since it was banned in the UK.
1: Oh. I don't know
0: why. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, so, I don't know how to describe these poems, other than being fucking weird and erotic. It's just, it's weird, it's erotic, and it's really bad. So
1: (laughs) I'm going to read some
0: to you now so that we can all partake, so we can all circle jerk and hold hands while we partake in this gringiness. So so the, the following is an excerpt from a poem named Victory. Uh, This one's really long, so I'm only pulling parts of it, like the cringiest parts. Uh, And I'm also going to read it in his uh, pretentious voice.
1: Oh, how exciting. Oh, I cannot wait. Okay. Are you ready? Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, ma'am. All right. To consummate the angry bliss of all excesses of delight, the pain of this divine disease, the luxury of the obscene kiss, the cardinal anguish and the sight of sore bloody breasts and thighs...
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. That was
0: also, my reaction. <laughs> the bright green river foamed with white. The horrid spasms of the night. Long have we lusted on this wise. Now one delight, the last is left. Come, I will lick thine haggard eyes. Which, what? I feel like saliva in your eyeball would oh. feel good.
1: That is a king, though. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, licking eyeballs is the thing. <clears throat> yeah.
0: I wanted Not to, to... keep shame, but what the fuck? Yeah, I know. I don't
1: want to yuck your yum, but like, yeah, I wanted to be a sex therapist at one time, and I got into like different kinks in the world. Yeah, it's really interesting. Continue. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm appalled and amazed at the same time. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's
1: how the that's how the uh, general public defines me too. <laughs> a good topic
0: this is great <laughs> mm-hmm. come i will lick thine haggard eyes and wallow on thee straddle wise here with thy fingers fierce than death take me all bloody as it is and plunge within the furious cleft my fierce red pillar to the heft which i'm assuming is a penis yeah suck deep the poison now i wish the sweet pollution pollution of thy breath was never so divine. Thy kiss. Ah, sweet Lord Christ, so sweet as this. Ah, Christ, together, passion, death. I am fully convinced Mr. Crowley was never allowed to live out his teenage angst, because (laughs) this is some angsty shit. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, actually, oh man. Yeah. He's (sighs) like, so, this is uh, what it feels like to have a fucking boner. This is what it feels like to straddle a woman. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Why is my penis pink? I'm just going to call it a red pillar. He's fucking oh weird. God. Yeah. Um, this is why.
1: Oh, man. It's yeah. just sexual repression. This is why we can't. We're just humans. That means sex mm-hmm. is a part of our species. It's what we do. You can't repress it. Because uh, you get people like this. You get- yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <my> God. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You get uh, the eyeball liquors of the world. Shit. <clears throat> mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not the weirdest okay. shit? Nope.
0: I, I have another poem for you. Further. Yeah. All right. I'm going to buckle up. Most of the poems up. in this book are very ero- erotic and weird, but none are as erotic as the one from 1920, which we'll <gasps> touch on later.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Um, so, again,
0: this was written in uh, 1897, 1898. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, after publishing this book, he has his first encounter with a secret society. So, between mm-hmm, between 1898 and 1899, Ali joined the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn through a mutual acquaintance. Um, this is believed, like, this, this society is, quote-unquote, linked, allegedly, to, like, the Illuminati and the Freemasons. But I believe the Freemasons don't want anything to do with it. Okay. Um, but there are some parts of Freemasonry with, like, the higher ranks that we didn't touch on last time mm. that... Do have links with the Illuminati and the Hermetic Order, Hmm. <clears throat> um, but most normal Masonic lodges don't. They just have like the the uh, apprentices, the journeymen, and the, the masters. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, so he was initiated toward the end of 1898, and after joining, he bought he spent an obscene amount of money and ended up moving into his own flat, as the Brits like to call it, um, which hmm. for those that are you know, American or anything else. Uh, That is an apartment. Um, It was known (laughs) as the Bullskin House, and he ended up rooming with someone named Alan Bennett, who was a senior member of the Hermetic Order. Ah. Bennett ultimately ended up teaching Crowley all about magic and drugs, and he took his little hand, his stupid little tiny hand, further down the path of black magic and demonology.
1: You know, um, I don't... Okay, so, um, first off, uh... Immediate red flag. I don't think you should mix demonology with drugs. <laughs> I,
0: I just don't think so either. <sighs> okay, yeah. well,
1: okay. Let me buckle up. It I know where this is going. Like
0: a bad fucking time. Imagine tripping on acid and fucking Beelzebub's shiny red ass like pops up in front of you. <laughs> I would lose my shit. I would if I ever do that, Rachel. Yeah. I am fully expecting you to institutionalize me because I will be fucked up after that. Like, I I don't think I I can, I don't, mm -mm. well, first of all, I would never summon a demon. I am scared. Speaking of demons, I think I have a ghost. So, yeah, I was working today. I called Jacob and he laughed at me. I called my mom (laughs) and she laughed at me. So I'm hoping you will believe me. Sure, sure. I was sitting in my desk, at my desk, and I was working. And then I distinctly felt someone pinch my butt cheek. Mm. Like an actual mm-hmm. like grab. You know, like a mm-hmm. little like it it wasn't a muscle spasm or anything. I tried recreating it by like clenching and like sitting weird and getting like a cramp. It yeah. was not the same thing. Someone straight up grabbed my piece of booty flesh and just went <laughs> and I freaked it. out. And Jacob was just calling. He's like, ooh, goose. I was like, yeah. We have a ghost,
1: a perverted one at that. A perverted. And,
0: well, one.
1: I mean, at least he, at least How the ghost times finds you has hot. He
0: me naked.
1: You have and no doors, so probably, snooze, probably snooze. a lot. <gasps> a lot, then.
0: Fucking pervert! Mind your own business, Mister Ghost.
1: Unless but you're hot, then call me. Unless
0: you're no. There one hundred percent commit a fucking scary movie too with the ghost. I don't care. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see yeah. that one. Yeah. I haven't... Actually, I've only seen the TV version of it. I've never seen the, like, the, the rated version of it.
0: So, they ended up mixing drugs and demonology and mm-hmm. magic. Um, mm-hmm. And only a few months after having moved in, they performed the Goetia rituals. Or Goetia, however you pronounce it. Okay. What are these rituals, you ask? Yeah this ritual is basically used to evoke demons and evil spirits. Oh! The actual, mm-hmm, mm. the actual terminology stems from the demonology grimoire called The Lesser Key of Solomon, mm. which had five different books, Ars Goetia, Ars Theorgia Goetia, Ars Paulina, Ars Almadel, and Ars Notoria.
1: Um, God bless you.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Goetia is, it's... It's specifically, like, unnatural is what it means. It it stems from, like, the Greek word... uh, I forgot the Greek word. I didn't write it down. It it stems from Greek. And then theurgia is actually, like, natural. So, to put it into perspective, in the Renaissance, they looked down on Ars Goetia. So, like, any Goetian type of dark black magic, right? Because that's the type of magic that you did not want to do. Whereas... Most people that did uh, practice magic were um, were encouraged to practice, like, theurgic magic, which is, like, natural magic, so, like, medicine and nature and and being one with, like, the
1: forest and shit like that, you know? Oh, I like, see. natural healing. <clears throat> I really like that. Um, I just did a really quick Google search, and I do believe... Uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I just lost it. Um, Goisha means charm? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah, uh, meaning charm, witchcraft, or jugglery? There you go. I don't know what mm-hmm. that is. <laughs> but that's but really yeah. cool. So, like, there's, like, different, like, areas of magic that you can study. How interesting. Yeah. Oh, I so kind of want like, to look Harry into Potter,
0: that. So, like, Harry Potter, Ars Goetia would be, like, the dark arts.
1: Oh. Ars uh, The Urja,
0: Goetia would be, like, defense against the dark arts. I don't know. But, oh, um, I
1: see. That's actually a really yeah. good way to put it. Okay, thank or, you. Like,
0: ported horticulture, whatever it's called, like mm-hmm. the, the, the magical the plant. plants. That oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Crowley and Bennett use the Ars Goatia specifically in the evocation of the demons. Wow. Um, and we actually see this book playing a major role throughout the rest of his life. Uh,
1: oh.
0: hmm The okay. Ars Goatia has a total of 72 demons that can be evoked, and all 72 are commanded by the four kings of the cardinal directions. So we have Amemon or Oriens in the east, Corson or Paimon in the west, oh. Ziminior or Eriton in the north, and then Gap or Amemon in the south. So shout out to everyone who plays Genshin Impact because we see Paimon making an appearance here. <laughs> okay, uh, for those I that think- don't play Genshin Impact, Paimon's like this really cute little fairy thing that follows you around.
1: Aww. Um, also, I think, uh, was that also the demon in Her- uh, Hereditary? Wait, was it? I uh, hmm? Paimon? Can we hold on? Up? Let me Google it. <laughs> uh, oh, where's the where's it? Oh,
0: I love that movie.
1: Or I know such a good movie. I did I did see that one. Oh, I'm also a fan of horror Midsommar. movies. So
0: fucking Midsommar's Ari Oster's good. movies, like all of the new horror movies, are so good. Like all of uh, Jordan Peele's and like all of Ari Oster's movies, those are mm-hmm. my favorite directors now. Like aside from Tim Burton and. Um, uh the
1: Studios not a oh. director but they created Coraline yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely Um, oh, Ari Asters he did a he did a short I forget what it's called but it's like a father son and mother relationship and like the dynamic that they have and like something is like off with the family and like Can the reveal oh absolutely oh absolutely it's just it's very disturbing so it will it will be on our Patreon <laughs> We're gonna have to edit it for, for YouTube, but yeah, no, like, the ending is, like, a, oh, fuck, type of thing. But, oh, and also to answer a question about Hereditary, it, it was, uh, Paimon was a part of it. King Paimon. Yeah. So, like, these were, I like... but
0: it didn't just evoke any demons, because that would suck. Would yeah, to... really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, are these, like, actual demon demons, or are they just, like, called demons by... So like it, even though they're called I demons, they refer to something else.
0: I think they're just mm-hmm. called demons. I think the way I'm thinking of them is like they're the gatekeepers. Like uh, each one of them has their own number of demons that they look over. Right. So I see. They're kind of like the gatekeepers. The way I viewed it was like they're the gatekeepers between that realm mm-hmm. and then our realm. Okay. Um, so by evoking them and basically forcing them to do your bidding, (gasps) you're opening that door, that rift between their world and our world,
1: um,
0: which is kind of like what they were attempting to do.
1: Oh boy. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, so what happened during his stay here? Did he manage to evoke the four kings? It's believed that he started to extensively research the magic of Abramalyn, um, which is actually not black magic, contrary to popular belief. Like, a lot of people kind of view, uh, like, Abramic magic as evil, as black magic, but it's it's not. Okay. Um, it's really just based around the book, uh, around the Book of the Gremlin, which merely tells a tale of an Egyptian man teaching magic to a Jewish man named Abraham of Worms. So,
1: the Abraham of just, Worms? Wow, yeah. that's an interesting name. Continue, sorry. Like,
0: Worms was, like, the city that he was from.
1: Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I took it to, like, decay, death type of thing. Okay, yeah. that, thank you for explaining that. Okay, see, it's the yeah, terminology. It's the, you need to know where it comes from.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so Worms is just where he comes from. But if, here we're just seeing people kind of, like, putting that umbrella term of demonology and black magic over stuff that they don't understand. I see. Yeah. Um, Abramic magic is not black magic. It's not evil. It's not bad. It's mm-hmm. just another branch of magic that you can do. Okay. Obviously, if you're over here trying to summon demons to do your evil doing and shit, like that's on you. That's your karma.
1: Yeah. But
0: not everything is black magic, and not yeah. everything is bad. Oh, just absolutely. because it scares you doesn't mean it's bad.
1: Ah, yeah. And I think it also it, it has to deal with your intentions as well. So, like, if you exactly. have good intentions versus bad intentions, type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I view it, but thank you. Exactly. Yeah. What? How interesting. That's okay. a
0: great way to put it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, as the years progressed, we begin to see Crowley stepping on some toes again. Oh uh, boy! Like in the chess club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So his branch of the order didn't want to initiate him into higher ranks, mainly because of his bisexuality and like promiscuity. <gasps> yeah. Um, and also because he was very very unpopular amongst the group uh he was he was very chaotic
1: um oh no god i am i am allister (laughs) crawley oh no no. was he like oh god he was probably like the adhd hyperactive gay bisexual in the corner (laughs) he just wants to have sex with everything (laughs) i am him
0: he was high-strung, but also chaotic, if that makes mm-hmm. sense.
1: Oh, okay. Like I, was, he, okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't okay. was that bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but if we remember, he he was initiated into the Order through his friend. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like a child, he ran to his friend and basically complained. He's like, I oh, don't want to let me into the higher branches of the Order. <laughs> I hate it. Um And his friend was like, oh, don't you worry, Mr. Crowley, I got you. So he ultimately ended up being initiated into the second order Uh, oh. when his friend, the, well, the second order in Paris, when his friend basically overruled the group's decision. Yeah. So this decision created a rift between his friend and the order mm. uh, because many were unhappy with his overruling decision. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: what did Crowley do? Oh, no. He decided to take this into his own hands, of course. Oh, God. Who wouldn't? So the worker tried to infiltrate and seize the vaults of the Adepts, which is like their secret ritual location, and ultimately ended up being taken to court. (gasps) Yeah. As stated in Wikipedia, the court ruled in the Order's favor, which ended up completely isolating Crowley from the rest of the group. All of this took place within two years.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mhm. Wow. Yeah, so he threw a bitch fit. Because he didn't get what he wanted. He get, he got what he wanted. He wasn't happy with that. He wanted more. So he decided to take matters into his own hands and ultimately ended up getting shunned.
1: Oh so, my god. Like any,
0: yeah. So like any girl after a bad breakup, Kylie took to finding and reinventing himself. <laughs> <laughs> over the course of the next three years, he traveled all over the world and spent a good time at good amount of time in Mexico, India, and Paris. So from 1900
1: to 1903. Okay. Mhm. Hmm. In
0: Mexico, he was initiated into Freemasonry.
1: Oh obviously. shit. Okay. Yeah. Allegedly. And this is okay. all
0: based on his word alone. There's no actual proof of this. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure how the Freemasons feel about having Crowley in the ranks. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's like a um what is it? Uh Taxiel? What Leo Taxiel type of situation. Leo
0: taxial, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was allegedly all based on his own word, no proof. After mm. Mexico he travelled to the US, Japan and Hong Kong. And then eventually made his way to Ceylon in order to meet up with uh, Bennett, who was his magic tutor in London, who he did the evoc- evocations with.
1: Mm. Um, is that the I guy that here? got him? Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Is Bennett the guy that got him into the higher position? Is that uh, that no, friend? I
0: believe that was. That was. Alan. Okay. I was like his name was. Okay. Yeah, Just Bennett double checking. Is the Bennett was a senior member of the Hermetic Order, oh. who he did the uh, goetia uh, evocations with.
1: I see. Um, oh man, is Alastair Crawley like um, Anakin Skywalker? Kind of. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. I haven't seen all of the Star Wars movies.
1: <gasps> Whoa, I have.
0: I also haven't seen Lord of the Rings. So.
1: Okay, that's true. We need to. We need to watch that. We need to watch that. I, I
0: think I have a thing with like sagas. I like really long, like sitting down for long periods of time. Yeah. Although, admittedly, I can watch Harry Potter eight times through all in one sitting. Like, like, <laughs> I fucking love Harry Potter. I'm an th- almost thirty year old woman and thirty year old woman, and I love Harry Potter. But I love it.
1: Me too. Yeah. It's fine. I live in a fantasy world because the reality sucks sometimes.
0: Are you a Slytherin?
1: I thought I was for a very long time, but I might be a Ravenclaw.
0: I thought I was a Hufflepuff, mm-hmm. but every single test I've taken, like even the Pottermore tests, mm-hmm. Slytherin. Wow. I'm like, Wow. I don't see it, but fuck yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, quick side note mm-hmm. based on his like traveling and being able to meet up with his friends. How did people know where other people were back then? Because they didn't have cell phones Yeah Like did you just send a letter off And like Hope for the best And hope it gets to the person Like how did it
1: I guess like, so Work.
0: Like did you just hope If you sent it to like This general direction Someone knows who that person is Oh fuck yeah I
1: don't like, know how Like how did he
0: know His friend was in Ceylon And oh, how man. did his friend know That he was in England To like let him know That he was in Ceylon You know
1: Yeah Yeah I have no idea I have absolutely no idea Yeah I don't understand I him how people used to Thompson. drive around without, yeah, without like phones and GPS's. I don't know how you did it. I get it, maps, but like, how. but still, even how?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, he he went to Ceylon and after the meeting, Crowley toured all of India, ultimately devoting himself to the Raja Yoga practice. Mm. And he claims to have reached uh, Dayana, 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 okay. Dhyana? 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 D H Y A N A. Mm. Um, so for those that don't know what this is, it literally means contemplation or meditation and is used in order to obtain self-knowledge. Um, oh. Yeah, ultimately during this practice, uh, the yogi realizes who they are, their relationship with other beings, and ultimately reality. Um, oh. So he claims to have reached this, which I don't know if you can reach that within a year.
1: Especially yeah. Especially when
0: there's people that practice that all of their lives. For sure. You know, like, like I think it's just... This white guy trying to,
1: you know, yeah, it sucks. yeah, I know, <laughs> yep, yeah. and it's like I get you're an overachiever, but like I don't think you That's I don't think you'd do it, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so, I don't know. He he spent about a year in India, so he mm-hmm. reached the Yama in a year, like fuck sure, off. yeah, right. Yeah, and he studied at different temples and then left again in 1902. Mm. Um, from there, he traveled back to Paris And he married his friend's sister Rose Edith Kelly And what he states Oh, so, so the guy in Paris that got him into the order Was uh, Kelly
1: Oh, I see um, So he
0: married his friend's sister, Rose Edith Kelly And what he states was a quote-unquote Marriage of
1: convenience
0: <gasps> Ultimately ruining his relationship With his friend, Gerald Kelly
1: Oh my god yeah, So the marriage
0: <gasps> of convenience was because uh, Well, he claimed that she was in an arranged marriage which she didn't want to be part of.
1: Okay. That's what he and claimed. And he
0: was trying to save her.
1: Oh, God. Um,
0: which, like, oh, not everyone God. wants to be saved, Mr. Guy. Oh, so, no.
1: It's the misogynistic white knight. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. boy. Okay. Yeah.
0: By both of their accounts, they ended up falling in love with each other a couple of years later. Which is oh. good, because it's kind of shitty to say the marriage of convenience. Yeah! Um, <laughs> yeah, so...
1: It was oh my through God. this
0: marriage to Rose that the most controversial aspects of this work ended up blossoming. Oh, okay. So now we're going to take a step
1: into the void. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so after marrying Rose, they took their honeymoon abroad, traveling through Paris, Ceylon, so back in uh, India, I believe, and mm-hmm. landing in Cairo, Egypt. He claims he fell in love with Rose at this point, but I think it's all up for debate just based on what we're... touch on later he wasn't the best person oh gosh Um, yeah yeah so when they arrived in cairo they claimed to be a prince and princess i believe of like persia uh and rented an apartment in which they arguably went off the deep end um it was actually in cairo that he developed his developed his religion uh thelema and wrote the religious texts that go with it They both began evoking Egyptian deities and studying Islamic mysticism and Arabic, which, you know, probably useful
1: in Egypt. (laughs) It actually kind of sounds really cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? And Crowley's written accounts also state that Rose started becoming more and more delirious, claiming to know (gasps) that these deities that they were evoking were awaiting his arrival. And shortly thereafter, he started to hear disembodied voices as well.
1: Drugs are involved, right?
0: 100%. Okay. It's really important to bring up that his habitual drug uses were still a thing. Okay. Um, becoming more dependent rather than habitual. Mm-hmm. And he roped Rose into it as well. So they both started uh, oh partaking my God. in and eventually being addicted <gasps> to heroin.
1: Oh, I was going to say um, the opium was real big back then. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God. Yep.
0: So they were high as fuck during these things and they also partook uh, in psychoactive drugs so like acid and okay. hashish if you can lump it into that um, I personally wouldn't but a lot of people do it, it's just it's like I, I think hashish is just more like a stronger version of tobacco pretty much oh okay like, yeah you can get like lightheaded and stuff um, mm-hmm. but let me look that up actually I think that's wrong
1: okay because I'm like I'm... I
0: accidentally looked up shisha
1: Hashisha. oh you know I've I've heard of it before but I, I have no idea what it is.
0: Oh so hashish or hash for short so it's part of marijuana but hashish is derived from the keef so like chief keef uh. um, a <laughs> <resin>. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, of the flowering tops of mature and unpollinated female cannabis plants. The resin glands mm-hmm. are called tridi- trichomes or crystals and hash is harvested by collecting the powdery resin either by hand Or by submersing cannabis plants in icy water and then using a small sieve to remove the trichomes. Um, Basically, what hash is, is if you use a grinder when you're Mm -hmm. grinding up your weed, Mm -hmm. and you have the grinder that, like, falls to the bottom, Mm -hmm. it's that Mm -hmm. shit that falls to the bottom. Like, the little tiny particles. Got ya. One of my friends, like, sprinkles that on top of her bowls, and, like, it's, it's like a deeper... Higher, high, I guess.
1: Oh, interesting. Um, okay, and only I I do only do drugs if you're over eighteen and and yes, legal or whatever.
0: We do mm-hmm. not condone the use of drugs under eighteen.
1: Mm-mm. And only do drugs 18, if do you want to. The fuck you want to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but society. Mm. Um, but like anytime time I've 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 smoked with her. Um, yeah, I'm just very lightweight. I cannot keep up with her. Mm. I'm not going to say your name. You know who you are. You're amazing. I love you. Um, but <laughs> she. Yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll put, like, the bowl, and then she'll, like, sprinkle it on top. And any time I've done that, I pass out. Like, I, I cannot, <laughs> my body cannot handle it. Like, I don't pass out instantly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She'll probably comment on this, but I will straight up smoke the bowl. Mm-hmm. And then 20 minutes later, we'll be, like, in a restaurant or something, and I'm, like, I can't feel my face, and I cannot feel my hands, and I feel like I'm about to vomit and pass out at the same time. Oh, my God. I cannot do it. Whoa, so yeah, a that's a intense high
1: holy and, shit
0: you know it's a, it's for some people it's not for me so it was probably for alistair crowley and his and his and his lover <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but, holy um, moly
0: yeah so they were partaking in psychoactive drugs so like acid hashish which is just like a more intense high so yeah. like more intense weed yeah.
1: Oh yeah, um, and, and before, so sorry. Um, oh, wow. I'm not. I'm not the friend she's talking about. I know. I called myself a hat at the beginning of this video. Not me. Not me. I don't. I don't go above and beyond the call of duty. No, that's not me. <laughs> but I would like to try that sometime. So if I'm up your way, call up your friend. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: guys would get along so well.
1: Hell yeah, she's,
0: she's a fellow Gemini.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah. Oh, we we get yeah. along great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I'm so excited.
0: Oh my god. Friends meeting friends. I, I love, love that. that. Mm. Okay, so uh, they both became addicted to this. Um, mm-hmm. Acid, hashish, heroin, etc which helped their invocations. Um, but that's just something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. It was during a probably drug-induced time that he wrote down everything uh, the disembodied voices were telling him. Oh. Um, and created the Book of the Law. Which was the first text of the religion of Thelema, which oh, he no. also wrote in three days, three, because um, kind of like Joseph Smith and the Mormons with like the silver plates that don't exist to this day, but somehow existed and somehow don't exist anymore. He claimed to basically be in touch with a deity, um, who told him to write all of this down and that he was the next prophet. Of oh, mm-hmm. oh, so no. mm-hmm. initial signs of a cult. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. I think so cuz what you are not a prophet. If you're listening to this and you think you are the prophet of this world, you are mm-hmm. not.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: no such thing. I'm just sorry. Like stop just it. live your best life and mm-hmm. don't tell people how amazing you are. Mm-hmm. If it's that I'm going to I'm going to retrace my steps.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Live your best life. Don't put people in cults.
1: Yeah. 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 Also, no if cool you to have to brag about being cool, that means you're not cool. Mm-hmm. I brag about being cool all the time, but I know I'm not cool. <laughs> so I do it ironically.
0: <laughs> you're cool to me. Thank you. I thank you. Thank
1: you so much. I tried.
0: The big man can
1: suck it. Um, exactly. But it's
0: from here. Okay, <laughs> it's fair. It's on out mm-hmm. that we'll start to hear, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law, which basically told people that they should be in tune with themselves and follow what their will was telling, telling them to do. Okay. Regardless of what it was. Oh. Do what thou, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law is basically, it's basically just saying, like, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, you're just on the material plane, you know, like,
1: oh
0: there are things bigger than us. So, like, what's stopping you from doing whatever the fuck, which is kind of dangerous. Yeah. I think, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, follow your path. Do what you want. If you want to be an artist, be an artist. You want to be a lawyer, be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a vagabond, that's up to you. No one cares. Do mm-hmm. your thing. But if you're over here hurting people, like, maybe fuck off, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, they ended up having a daughter during this time, mm. um, which back then people didn't know about, like, birth defects and stuff like that and how drugs can affect the birth of a fetus. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so after writing this text, oh, Crowley no. traveled to China, so after their honeymoon, okay. where he was shunned by the mountaineering community. Then he traveled back to India, where he was later <laughs> banned. Oh my then god! And New York, where he was also shunned after the incident in China. <laughs> yep, this so guy mad. sucks. Yeah, he fucking sucks. He in China he basically led an expedition up a very treacherous mountain and it was like known to be treacherous and he pushed people to keep going and a bunch of people died. Oh. Yeah, so he was excommunicated from that mountaineering community and like a lot of other mountaineering communities. In India he was banned because I think they found out what he did and then also he was No, 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 no. In India he was banned because he because he shot someone.
1: Oh my god. Blood.
0: Yeah. Um, and then in New York, he was shunned because they found out about the, about the Chinese incident. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hell no, motherfucker, you're not leading a fucking expedition here. Like, yeah, fuck off absolutely the entire country. Like, mm-hmm. the America we know and love likes to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. But we're kind of seeing him unravel.
1: Yes. And yeah. start to
0: go off the deep end. So that whole do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law starts to kind of dominate his life. And we see him... I'm doing, like, the alien's hands right now, but, like, it's really crazy. (laughs) Yeah! He's he's just fucking going off the deep end. He's just doing whatever he wants. Like, he killed a person? Or he killed a person. I think the
1: person lived, but... Oh, that's good.
0: I also don't remember, and I did not write it down.
1: Yeah, regardless, he did it... Yeah. (laughs) He did it in cold blood. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. exactly. But it's just... I don't know. It's wild. Finally, he returned back to Britain and discovered that his daughter it, Ma, Ahathur, Hecate, Safu, Jezebel, Lilith, Crowley. Lilith for short. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> Could you imagine she's, like, filling out, like, a SAT application? And she's like, there's not enough boxes, <laughs> what do I do?
0: <laughs> I wrote this down, but imagine her, imagine having to write that in elementary school. I had enough enough of a hard time writing my own name
1: like <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: it's just I why yeah like Holy it has to shit. be illegal to have that many names
1: <laughs> oh god I know is there, is there a name limit
0: <laughs> I feel like I feel like after that they're like no but then again fucking Elon Musk got away with naming his child whatever yeah true so,
1: <laughs> programming code language yeah exactly
0: <laughs> yeah so she she died <gasps> um, oh yeah oh had passed oh fuck. yeah she had
1: passed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man i just shit on this kid <laughs> sorry about it oh <laughs> dang okay whoops
0: oh so <laughs> she passed and this was uh where we see the first public glimpse of the turbulence in their marriage He oh. Emily Willis typhoid death which is <gasps> something that happened back then yeah and roses alcohol alco- alcoholism and like her her inability of being like a good mother oh um, fuck. which is absolutely insane Like, maybe if you had been there for your daughter and actually been there for your family, things could be different. Like, not trying to victim blame Crowley either, because, like, yeah, yeah, it sucks for you, but where were you? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Being just as irresponsible.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, It's... I don't know. He was kind of... uh, He was also just, like, really behind Rose's alcoholism, um... Yeah. He was very promiscuous. He, like, introduced her to drugs. Like, he got her addicted to that. Yeah. And just being away, like, imagine having to raise a child on your own. Like, granted, she wasn't, like, a single mother. Sure. Which but they still, have it really hard, but, like, where but, was he?
1: Yeah, if he's not there, she's technically a single parent, and she has, like, a ton of drug and alcohol problems that he put to her, too, and God knows what, like, social or emotional, psychological issues he did to her, too. Ah oh, man oh, and then they just didn't set their kid up for for success because for success. she was already doing drugs while pregnant. Exactly. Cuz they I don't think they knew back then they that it was that, a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, they
0: did not. Yeah, it wasn't until like the 50s that people stopped that doctors stopped telling or started telling people to stop drinking
1: while pregnant and like oh, smoking shit. cigarettes. Yeah. So yeah. So wow. Been 70
0: years. Um
1: <laughs> holy moly.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was after Lilith's death that Crowley began to become even more promiscuous Mm -hmm. and more open about, like, his sexuality, which, like, more power to you. Yeah. Do what you want. Mm -hmm. Fuck who you want. Fuck who you want. Whatever. Yeah. But um, he didn't divorce Rose until 1909, and the reason, the legal reason was his, like, he admitted to his adultery and, like... They granted him the divorce because of that, but, like, the reason he wrote down in his diaries was that it was because of her alcoholism, which he couldn't Mm. deal with anymore. Yeah, so so this was around, like, the early 1900s, like, 1903,
1: 1904.
0: Gotcha. Uh Uh-huh. So, between 1907 and 1909, he wrote Mm. even more thalemic texts, as well as a bunch of texts outlining the use of drugs and mysticism. Something to note here is that during this time, he had been living off of his inheritance, which he obtained after his parents died. Okay.
1: Um, I was going to say, how is he getting all this money? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> considering it had been about a decade since their death, I'm surprised it didn't run out prior. Mm-hmm. So in an attempt to make more money, he started taking in paying students that he would teach occult and magical practices to.
1: Interesting.
0: And it was during this, yeah. So this was during the spiritualist movements. So they were... <gasps> Plenty of people
1: oh.
0: hopping on board and being like, yeah, I want to learn about this, like, really cool shit. Huh. So, one of his students, Victor Newberg, um. ended up becoming his lover, uh, oh. which, again, I hate that word. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and, yeah. They they traveled throughout Europe, u- ultimately settling back down in London. Mm-hmm. And just keep in mind that he's still married to Rose during this time. He did not divorce her <gasps> until 1909.
1: Oh, yeah, shit. So, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: In 1907, Crowley and his associate founded an occult society named AA. Uh, so it's weird. It's like A, and it has like three circles, and then A, and then three circles. AA for short, okay. um, which they marketed as a successor to the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Oh. And I'm sure the Golden Dawn members absolutely <gasps> rolled their eyes and were like, this fucker again. Like, uh-huh. seeing his name pop up and like, to their order, it's like you can't just. It's like me setting up a lemonade stand on my yard and being like, Yep, this is sanctioned by McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, actually, it work like that, Crowley. Like, what the fuck? It he he ended up dedicating the rest of his life to this order, so the AA, um, and writing literature and building it from the ground up. Mm. Um, and it was after the creation of AA that we see his most. Infamous shenanigans.
1: <gasps> oh God, so okay, let's,
0: uh, let's take a little trip over to Sicily.
1: Ooh, okay, I'm down. Mm-hmm.
0: So in nineteen twenty, so this is like about ten years fast forwarded.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Crowley moved to Sicily where he established Thelema's headquarters and named it the Abbey of thelema.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This abbey was a small one bedroom house on the coast. Uh, so uh, one what bedroom.
1: Oh uh, wait. Uh
0: so oh, what? Okay, that's fine. He starts to bring people in mm-hmm. to a one-bedroom house. So
1: yeah, I was gonna say how many people? How many people we talked about? Oh no, this guy loves people?
0: sex. He oh loves god, sex. exactly. Oh no, sex. and drugs.
1: So,
0: we see Crowley's descent into darker cultism, or as some would put it, the madness start to take place during this time. This abbey was meant to be a utopia, a commune, a magic school, a more erotic Hogwarts, if you will. Oh. Mm-hmm. In the abbey, AA members participated in sun adorations, yoga, they studied Crowley's writings, and they also partook in different ritual practices, hmm. and their end goal was manifesting their true will. So, do what without will will be the whole of the law. Right? Okay. Although it may have started that way. We see this commune descend into madness and weird <laughs> culty shit in the three years that it was a thing. Again, wow. only three years. Wow. According to different accounts, Crowley's bedroom was called Le Chambre des Cauchemars. So, I'm sorry, French people. Uh, <laughs> that translates to The Room of Nightmares. Oh! He pa- yeah. He had painted, hand-painted monsters and humans doing weird erotic shit. Like, bestiality, but... Monsters,
1: oh god you know? and he was a furry boy okay
0: and he was a furry yeah he nothing against
1: furries but oh me, god no.
0: yeah you know what if you're a furry let us know what your furry persona is yeah oh man if i was a furry i think my first sona would be a i'd be a ferret
1: oh cute yeah. they're so yeah. playful and cute i think i, I would, would, would either be, be a cat or a fox really
0: i think you'd be a cat
1: yeah, you can, like major cat vibes. I love oh, it. Oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> thank you. Wow. Thank you. Oh, it's either friends. that or we can be fer- uh ferrets together. I'd be down.
0: Ooh, ferret friends. Oh <gasps> yeah, ferret friends. Ah oh, yeah, it. I love
1: it. Done. Oh if we ever God, decide we're to, to be cute. furries, that's what it's we're gonna like go for. Ferrets, but
0: ferrets. Oh, yeah, I Care love it. Ferrets. <laughs> <laughs> So, it, in the Abbey, particularly in his bedroom, he made followers partake in psychedelics during nighttime rituals. Oh, no. Which, again, I don't know if I could do that. No. It's, be- it's Psychedelics, especially mm-hmm. with the shit that was painted on those walls. Yeah. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. I would 100% shit myself. Yeah, I yeah. I could not do it. That sounds horrible. Like, I, I just, <laughs> I don't understand. Um, Crowley also began to depend more and more on heroin and started to partake in cocaine. Um, so much so that his nasal cavity started to erode as well. So people, like people that do cocaine a lot, like this part of their nose, like the the nostril, like it starts to erode, and you yeah. can't really stop it. After. <gasps> Same with like skin cancer on the face. So there, at one point, it just kind of like reached up to here. No, kind of like a skeleton, and he had to have like a bunch of reconstructive sh- surgery. Oh like my god! Fix. Yeah, it was wild. Mm-hmm. Um the increased drug use subsequently led to even weirder occult shit so we haven't even touched on the weird first on the what this accounts so according to different people Crowley made followers drink the blood of sacrificed cats and other animals mm. yeah yeah and many people would also have to cut themselves whenever they used the pronoun i so oh, he no basically carried around like razor blades and like if you use <gasps> i in a sentence you'd have to cut yourself Oh my kind god! Conditioning to stop using that word. It, it's crazy. Members were also per- forced to perform sex magic. Yeah, forced? a lot of times. Yeah. He would bring back sex workers and perform ritual sex acts with them, <gasps> having the children of the Abbey look on. No. Actual kids. 10, 12 year olds that these people brought with them, thinking it would be like a nice commune to live in. And he's over here fucking. Literally having orgies with, like, 30 people. Not 30 As people, their like children
1: looked on. 10,
0: 15 people, and there's children in the room. It's disgusting. He's oh, a my pedophile. God. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. I hate it. But aside from the weird sex acts, yeah. his poetry also started to just go off the fucking deep end. Um,
1: oh, man. I'm here for here. this. This is
0: a oh. 1920
1: poem. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I'm here for it. I
0: promised you uh, weird poems earlier, and uh, I'm about to deliver. Oh, good. Here's one of the weirder poems that came about in 1920. Um, For some reference, this poem called Leah Sublime has been called, quote, one of the most obscene pieces of literature ever written.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Man, you know, he's an overachiever, and he did achieve something.
0: (laughs) It's not good. If he achieved anything in his life, it was probably this. I'm gonna read an excerpt of this
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the final recording. I'm gonna bleep out a lot of these words because I don't think they are uh,
1: <gasps> you know, Susan okay from to say. YouTube would hate us, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Got it. Wow. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm very <laughs> excited. Oh man.
0: Okay. I'm not gonna read it in his voice just because I, I yeah. think it's a lot. So sure. Leah Sublime, goddess above me, snake of the slime, Alistair love me. Our master the devil, prospers the rebel Straddle your beast, my masterful, b- with the thighs of your of you greased with the sweat of your itch. Now from the wide rocky b- abyss, spend spouting the tide of your sizzling piss in my mouth, oh my, b- let it pour, let it pour. You stale like a mare and fart as you stale through straggled wet hair, you spout like a whale. Flash the manure and piss from the sewer. No. How your breath stinks. Your hand, oh unclean. Your hand that has wasted your love in obscene. Black masses that tasted your soul, it's your hand. Feel my p- stand. Your lifetime's from lewd, little girl to mature. Uh. Worn p- that has chewed your own pile of manure. No. Rub all the mulch of your p- on me, Leah. Let me suck all your glued gonorrhea. Oh God. <laughs> oh, God! Without end, amend till you spend. You have harbored all dirt and disease, and your slimy unbarbered, loose hole with its cheese. And its monthlies and pox, your chewer of Shit on me, slut. Creamy the curds that drip from your gut. Greasy the turds. Dribble your dung on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Turn on me Leah Twist on your thighs Smear diarrhea into my eyes oh. Splutter out shit from the bottomless pit Satan you gave a crown to a slave I am your fate on your belly above you I swear it by Satan Leah I love you I'm going insane Do it again
1: oh! oh. So again
0: with the eyes
1: <laughs> Holy moly Did he cut himself after he said that? Cause you had to Oh wow! That oh, oh wow! They said I. <laughs> oh my, wow! Um, it's, um, that was an experience. I can tell you that be a lot of beeps. <laughs> many many beeps. Wow! Um, where to even? Wow! G- uh, greasy the turds? Come on! C- oh, God! <laughs> oh my I think, god! I think, like, like,
0: the two things that kind of just made me shiver when I was reading this was well, well the three things. First of all, how romantic, right? Like, oh doesn't write a poem like this for me. He ch- doesn't truly really love me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Warren, whore that has chewed your own pile of manure. So, like, what is she eating her shit?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then
0: all your uh, let me suck all your glued gonorrhea.
1: Yeah, that was gross. <laughs>
0: That was disgusting. And then, uh... And you're slimy and barbered, so again, the the full bush. Loose hole with its cheese.
1: Yeah, the cheese got me. Is that,
0: um... uh, Like a yeast infection, maybe?
1: I don't know. Probably from all the poop play, Um, yeah. (laughs)
0: And it's monthlies and pox, so maybe, like, either hemorrhoids or, or, like, uh, herpes, maybe? Uh, And monthlies, period?
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. Dribble your
0: dung on the tip of my tongue.
1: Yeah. Why? No. Why? No. That sounds uh, horrible. Yeah, there was, like, too much poop involved for, for my liking here. Was an experience. Glad we got through it. I probably would analyze it just to, like, laugh, but not take it seriously. I it's would not disgusting. like to... Yeah, I don't want to meet the person that takes this seriously. <laughs> it's like, this is good poetry. Yeah, yeah no, this was disgusting. <laughs> Thank you for so much for sharing, actually. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, um... I sent it to Jacob yesterday, and he's like, what is this? I was like, only the most romantic poem of the 20th century, Jacob. But if this isn't like,
1: how you propose to me, we're done.
0: Absolutely. You have to <laughs> tell me that you want to suck on all my glued gonorrhea. Like, yeah. That's the only way I'll say yes, Jacob.
1: Mm-hmm. A true marriage vow, <laughs> if I ever memory, heard one. <laughs>
0: but... <laughs> <sighs> so, Damn. So, absolutely disgusting. I I hated that. I hated it. I yeah. I hated it more when I read it out loud. Okay, that's fair. Because then I was, it was actually leaving my mouth. So, horrible. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Um, you guys are, I should have probably given a warning so that people could fast forward like 30 seconds. But uh, here you are. So, trigger warning in the past tense. Um, so, why did Crowley write this poem? Leah, yes, please. Um, who is the muse behind this poem. So, Leah said, Lyme was actually, Leah Hersing was actually one of Crowley's quote-unquote scarlet women. Wow. In the Thelemic religion, a scarlet woman, also known as the Mother of Abominations, the Sacred Whore, or Babylon, uh, spelled B-A-B-A-L-O-N, so hmm. not to be confused with Babylon,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, was a goddess.
1: Oh! In the abstract
0: form, she represented a woman's sexual impulse. Ooh. And in terms of this religion, and... Um, more of like, a physical representation of it, probably believed that there had to be an earthly avatar or a woman who would occupy this office of the goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, the manifestation of the scarlet woman would be the exact opposite to his role in Thelema, which is the great beast. What? what? The great beast. Oh, okay. A Therion. Um, so that's why people call him the great beast, the fucking bringer of 666, blah, 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 the demon, whatever. Oh her role was to aid in manifesting the horse um, so that Egyptian deity that him and Rose tried to evoke uh, also keep in mind before when he was still with Rose he she was forced to watch all of his orgies that's something else <gasps> I did not bring up
1: oh my you god make
0: her watch I'll link below a Great YouTube tutorial. Uh, not tutorial. A
1: great <laughs> about this.
0: Yeah, a great YouTube tutorial on how to have an orgy while yeah. your wife watches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while you summon demons. <laughs> while you summon demons. <laughs> just a typical Friday, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't
0: know, he's disgusting. I hate him. I hate him. Wow. Like, just, just also making children watch on that just <sighs> yeah. the nail in the coffin for me. I was like, mm-hmm. I fucking hate you, dude. Yeah. But, her role was aiding in manifesting the Horus and different deities and demons. Leah specifically took on the name Alostrael, uh, which is what we saw at the beginning of the poem. So, Alostrael, love me.
1: Um, oh, that's also mm-hmm. just another form. Okay, that's her goddess name.
0: That's her goddess name. That's her Scarlet Woman name. Um, and this I means the womb of God. And in her diary, she wrote, I dedicate myself wholly to the great work I will work for wickedness. I will kill my heart. I will be shameless before all men. I will freely prostitute my body to all creatures. So, according to different accounts, they partook in obscene obscene sexual acts, including romping with a goat.
1: I don't want to know what romping means with <laughs> a goat. That
0: that? I thought of, I don't want to know for this night to be over <laughs>
1: Oh <laughs> my God! No, it's fine. It's fine. Just like is like romping like another term for sex, or is it like his particular yeah, sexual I think it's act? Fucking. Okay. I think okay. Oh my yep. God. Okay. Yep. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, she was, you know, according to him, she was just like a an instrument to Crowley's rituals, um, mm-hmm. and eventually, like their relationship turned. Toxic, if oh. It wasn't
1: already. oh my god, yeah. couldn't imagine how and why Yeah, could
0: um, couldn't imagine And it's just kind of abusive Yeah uh, So they ended up splitting and then she had like a normal marriage and kids with someone else
1: Okay So Hey, you know what? We all had their crazy years too Sometimes you just need to feel like you need to live And yep. then tone it down a little bit And then um, those do days. your thing Yeah, that was my yeah. early 20s Yeah, it was fun I mean, like there wasn't like, you know, goat sex or like Yeah po- and stuff But like no yeah. I just I don't know I just
0: yeah, Had I fun in a college Yeah so you're probably Asking yourself Well babe, What happened to the Abbey Is it still up and running today? Oh, in yeah. 1923 Mussolini uh, <gasps> Hitler's little um, Dick sucker Yeah Ended up kicking Aleister Crowley And his posse Out of Italy Due to a death That occurred in the Abbey Oh There are varying accounts As to what Caused this death To happen Oh. Either he was drinking unsafe mountain water um, while mountaineering, um, even though Crowley told him not to, mm-hmm. or he was partaking in a sacrificial blood-drinking ritual. Uh, I'm going to go with the latter because it's more theatrical.
1: Yeah, and it sounds more like Crowley. Yeah,
0: sounds more like Crowley. Yeah, like Crowley. yeah. so <laughs> after the Abbey closed, he ended up traveling some more, fucked some more people, and ultimately, I did not finish my sentence here, but ultimately ended up moving back to um, London, um, and living out his life in shambles, and shame. Oh. like <gasps> he he had burned so many bridges in his lifetime, he had caused so much panic, I guess. Yeah, these people like panic, he had pain. isolated people. Like he was just like a very what's the word? Oh, divisive person. Is that divisive person? He Is was- that the right <gasps> term? What's that word? Um. Where people have very strong opinions about you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: controversial. Oh, controversial! controversial. There we yeah, go. yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> you know, you either loved him or you hated him. You supported him or you didn't. Like,
1: wow. People
0: thought he was like a British spy at one point. <gasps> like, he 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 ran out of money because he was basically living. He was dependent on heroin for one. Dependent yeah. on cocaine, he spent a bunch of money on his nasal reconstruction surgery. Oh my god! And then after the Abbey of Thelima closed, like he didn't have that many people following the AA religion anymore, or Thelema or being part of that society, which yeah. is the money that he relied on for his livelihood.
1: <gasps> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. So,
0: during my research, I. I watched an amazing documentary called So About Alistair Crowley. It's on YouTube. It's the one I mentioned earlier. And I'll okay. reference it below. And they said something that kind of stuck with me. Yes. And we can kind of pinpoint back to the Scarlet Woman and the sub- Leah Sublime poem. Mm. Um, the narrator states When you get deep enough into the occult and you start joining secret societies, you eventually have to eat shit. And you have to drink piss and bathe in blood and all types of just sick, degenerate behavior. So, the reason this resonated with me is because it's what a lot of people attribute to secret societies and the occult.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Um, and it's practices.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so it's it's practices like what Aleister Crowley did mm-hmm. that kind of lead people to these ideas, right?
1: The, um, yeah, like the negative viewpoint of occultism. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And
0: it just kind of perpetuates the stigma. Like like we touched on in the occult episode, there are so many aspects of the occult. Not everything is devil-worshipping or yes. d- demon-evoking or black magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there's shadow work where you learn to, you know, like in, in, in different types of wicked, like there's shadow work mm-hmm. where you learn things about yourself that you're trying to like not see like yeah that aren't blatantly mm-hmm. obvious to you you do your shadow work you're like okay well yeah i'm a shit person like maybe i should work on myself you know yeah yeah like, that's
1: what shadow work is yeah it's just like hey i'm i'm just developing myself into a better human being and i'm looking at exactly. the 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 darker that's side nice nice. yeah <laughs> wow that's so interesting <laughs> holy crap like there's there's tarot reading mm-hmm. there's um like
0: all sorts of Wicca, like you can do like nature stuff if you want to do white magic, do white magic if you want to do black magic, do black magic black magic is not necessarily demonology it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily demon worshipping like Satanism isn't demon worshipping like you're just putting yourself before other people, that's basically what their religion is, like Mm. you you're not out here worshipping Satan, you're out here worshipping yourself I you see know? what you're saying, yeah. Which is kind of, like, where Crowley started off. Mm-hmm. I think he had the right idea, sort of. He just took it way too far. Like, yeah. way too fucking far. It's, Absolutely. I Holy I feel shit. like a lot of people expect these secret societies to be some grandiose thing where dark-robed and hooded people can, like, convene at midnight and make all these animal sacrifices. <laughs> Dancing around naked, like, around a fucking campfire, which, as fun as that sounds, it's not the truth. Right. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd love to dance naked around a bonfire and fucking chant with my fellow women. Like, that would be awesome. Oh, under
1: a full moon? Oh, man. Under a full moon. In the fall.
0: It sounds (gasps) great. (gasps) Mm -hmm. But that's not what occult societies are. At least not the ones that we know of.
1: Very true, right. and it's like there's like a it, there's a spectrum, you know. Mm-hmm. You have like the good to like the really like. Criminally bad that could happen, and it, it's exactly. just like any form of religion. It's like uh, take for like uh, I don't know Catholicism or something like that. Like, hey, you can it's like, like you love Westboro
0: your Westboro Baptist Church. Exactly, yeah.
1: You can go from like the normal person that's like love your neighbor, just be a decent human being, and like they don't take the Bible literally, but they apply just goodness and well being the to their life and everybody. Yeah. yeah, and then you have like the crazy assholes, like the Westboro Baptist. Ba... What is Westboro it?
0: Westboro Baptist Church.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I was stuttering too much. That, um, just says that they hate everybody and they, um, you know, just completely gatekeep religion in general and actually go out to harm people. Like, that's what occultism is, too. (laughs) It's the same thing. Same spectrum.
0: (laughs) There's people that do it for good and, like, do it for self-improvement. And then there's Mm -hmm. people that take it way too fucking far. Like, they want some weird meaning out of life that isn't actually there. Like, jury's still out on the Illuminati, we don't know shit about them. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, from what we've seen so far, like through the Freemasons and like um, a bunch of other uh, secret societies that we'll touch on in the future,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's just a bunch of rich people living their best lives and trying to become better people. And like, it's networking. Yeah, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. Like they they want to do something cool. Like the uh, fuck, what's it called? Bohemian Grove, I think it's called. Mm. Where all the rich people meet in. Um, in you had California. Yeah. Yeah. Th- it's just the society of old and young white males that are rich that meet together and, like, yeah, they go out on like hunts and stuff like that. But that's all they do. They're not out here drinking cat blood, and <laughs> fucking sucking each other's dicks and drinking their piss. Like, it doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah. I, that's I too ger- uh, dramatized,
0: you exactly. know, from
1: real life. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, like, even the members. Of the Golden Dawn saw Crowley's beliefs and practices as outlandish and weird,
1: mm-hmm.
0: ultimately leading to his ban. And it's people like Crowley looking for some hidden and secret meaning of the world that take it a smidge too far that make people fear the occult.
1: The I occult agree. is
0: not something to be mm-hmm. feared, it's a tool to be used mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. self-improvement. Agree. I agree. Like to be more in tune with yourself, to like really realize what you're supposed to be doing, what you're doing wrong, like to, to make yourself more happy You know like Yeah Yeah maybe some people Don't believe that tarot cards Are like real I guess sure. sure But like I'll tell you what I pull a tarot card Every morning To see what message I need to like Fucking hear Right Yeah like, mm-hmm. Sometimes there's those things That I repress That I push back To the back of my mind That I'm like I'm not even going to deal with that today. And the tarot of like, yes, bitch, you are going to deal with that today. And you're going to do your best dealing with it. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this is making me a better person because I'm not over here oppressing, like, and, like, pushing back all of these things that I need to do. Like, I'm, I'm bettering myself. But I, see. I don't know. I don't believe that, quote, when you go deep enough into the occult, you start to do weird, unsanitary shit like that.
1: Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's just
0: people that want to feel something and life is not that deep. I agree.
1: It's, yeah, and you can still go off the deep end in any religion, you know, that we practice. That It's like the normal religions that people know of. People still go off the deep ends there, you know? We have, like, yeah. some people that are, I don't know, in the middle of the woods saying that they're the prophet just so they can have sex with 13-year-olds, you know? Like, it's it's a thing.
0: <laughs> it happens. happens. Stay sweet and pray on Netflix. Oh. Trigger warnings out the wazoo. Mm-hmm that's the FLDS so not our, not all Mormons are FLDS and weird like that
1: uh-huh
0: this is just a weird sect of the Mormon religion uh, that it's see
1: before see yep. that you got good sides you got bad sides it's all spectrum yeah. <laughs> like,
0: even on the spectrum like there's some atheists just living their best damn lives you know mm-hmm. and then there's others that are out here like shitting on religion left and right whenever they can which yeah want to talk but it's, yeah. you know like it I don't know it's just just be good people. For yeah. Sake. Like, you don't need to drink cat blood and eat shit in order to feel something. Like, don't yeah. go to nature. Touch grass. That's all you yeah. have to do. That's get a great medicine. Nature, get in tune with yourself. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Jeez. But, yeah. So, to wrap this up in a nice little bow since we're almost at two hours.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Aleister Crowley was a practicing black magician, a leading figure in the occult world, An artist, the founder of the Philemic religion, and an influential person linked to the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, which I'm really sure they're not happy to hear about that.
1: Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Crowley's birth name was Edward Alexander Crowley, and he had a long and eventful life spanning from October 12, 1875 to December 1, 1947. Literally a Libra icon. (laughs) Kali was well-versed in literature, as well as well-traveled, having traveled to over a dozen countries in his lifetime. As his life went on, he started drawing more and more from different forms of spiritualism and sets of beliefs, such as those from ancient Egypt, Oriental, and Wiccan ideologies. He was as open with his beliefs as he was with his sexuality. His deep dive into the occult led him to eventually spiral out of control through his use of drugs and unsafe occult practices. Aside from his weird rituals, Crowley was a huge advocate for LGBTQIA plus members, openly expressing that everyone should be allowed to be themselves. He also advocated for sex workers and fewer restrictions on drugs. Although he advocated for open and unrestricted sexuality, he was kind of misogynistic. I mean, if you just look at the Lima, it's inherently misogynistic. Yeah. Um, Yeah. After the rise and fall of the Abbey, Crowley's life kind of dwindled into nothingness. He died alone on December 1st, 1946, in his home of chronic bronchitis. (gasps) His funeral was held on December 5th, and only about a dozen people attended. He was cremated, and his ashes live on in New Jersey today. To this day, Crowley is a controversial figure, firing people up on both sides of the aisle. In one hand, he was instrumental to bringing occult practices to the forefront of everyone's mind and making them more accessible to all. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, his form of occult practices has led to more, quote, tame practices being demonized and pr- practitioners being ostracized. I, so yeah. that's how Mr. Crowley's life. Holy moly.
1: Yeah, uh, he reminds me, he's essentially like the John R. Brinkley of occultism, which I think yeah. you had mentioned. <laughs> um, in a, uh, in, I think in an early episode, he ca- I think you a- equated him to John R. Brinkley. But like, holy moly! Like, yeah, no, I agree with you. I can see why he's such like a stark controversial figure because like, yeah, he did. He was very forward thinking, and like, I do agree with him, especially with like the LGBTQ plus plus. Oh gosh! And um, sorry, I just stumbled through that because it's my stutter. It's okay. <laughs> and worry. thank you. And like, I'm glad that he was open and was like pushing people to like live their lives, especially 100 years ago when social thought was, it was much really more strict. Yes. Yeah. Um, so good on him. And I, I, like that. Um, also for the advocating for, uh, uh, sex workers and restrictions, fewer restrictions on drugs depends on the, what the drug is admittedly yeah. for me. We, um, all for it.
0: Everything yeah. else. No, we just not a gateway drug guys.
1: It's not, it's just, Oh boy. That's it, funny. Oh gosh. I, wow. When you said that this guy was a, a, a this was going to make a really good episode. Holy moly. You weren't joking. I was not expecting, uh, dirty sex poems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, I kind of, Neither was I, yeah, like, a lot of references just touched on it. And I was like, I have to read this for myself. It can't possibly be that bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Holy moly.
0: I took out some of the worst parts, <gasps> but you know, <laughs> no, that was a more tame version.
1: <laughs> wow. Jeez, yeah. Do you, is his poetry books like still circulating today?
0: I don't think they're circulating, but they're all available online.
1: Wow. Okay, so let us know if you would be into it. But we do you want to make, dramatic like...
0: Dramatic readings.
1: Yes, that's what I was... Yeah, do dramatic readings of Aleister Crowley's poetry. Would that be something people would be into? Let me know. Because he could be... Give me a it. thumbs
0: up if that's what you want.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's going to be really goofy, but probably really weird, too. Now,
0: oh. Yeah. Way cute
1: We'll maybe record one and see how it goes. <laughs> see
0: how it goes, yeah. Oh, maybe we man. can wear, like, the berets and do, like, the snaps.
1: <gasps> at the very end. Yeah, like the the beatniks in the 60s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Wow. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, no, but this guy sounds like a complete and utter, like, total dick. Uh, narcissist, if I can. I'm not Absolutely. a, you know, health professional at all in the least bit. But misogynistic narcissist. That's the only two words that come to mind when I think of this fan. <laughs>
0: He made himself feel more important than he was. Yeah,
1: that's a real dangerous thing.
0: Which, like you said, if you do anything with confidence, people will believe you.
1: Very true. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think he did a little too many things with confidence, and uh, that—that's what it really upsets me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I'm not gonna lie, there's like a, a lot of really cool things in that are, are like a part of the call, like a part of the occult.
0: Yeah, um,
1: and they're like really interesting things, and they're not like dark or anything like that. Also question um as i was sitting here thinking about it are religions a part of a cult because okay, they, like, yeah. like, yeah, they fall into like yeah because they fall into like mysticism in a
0: man in the sky like praying to him and shit like you're yeah. just manifesting when you pray so yeah and there's
1: like cryptid stuff that comes with like uh you know religious texts and stuff like, like that so angels? yeah and like the hierarchy so. and stuff so like yeah. Not you know, so maybe you shouldn't hate on it too much (laughs) anyway. Uh, uh, I think I'm getting off topic, but wow, yeah, no, wow, what an interesting dude! (laughs) Wow,
0: yeah, it's been a fun time.
1: I do, oh god, I was gonna gonna say, I do really want to watch that documentary now that you had pointed out, and I kind of, it's
0: really good.
1: I want to read some of his stuff, not because like I believe in it, but I just want to like know what he believed. Like, I want to know. yeah.
0: Uh, it's a good read. I would recommend it. Oh, wow. Um, I don't agree at all with anything that he did. Yeah. But what he wrote was actually interesting, except for the Leah Sublime. I, I think he was just way too into drugs at that point, and Okay, like, fair. His mind was not where mm-hmm. it was before.
1: So. Yeah. It's like, I would like to read it not to believe in it, but just to see where his mindset was mm-hmm. and how far off the deep end he, this guy truly went, yeah. you know? Oh, God, especially...
0: three total books for the philemic oh. religion, too, so...
1: Okay, okay. I could do a traumatic reading of that. <laughs> <No. Okay. laughs> but it's like, how... Oh, God, that's just, like, such an awful position to be in, especially when you're a confident, narcissistic, stuck-up piece of shit, and then you have a cult following... And it's all drug-fueled? Even more power, exactly. And sex-fueled. And sex-fueled? Yeah, aw, man. Yeah, what a a very interesting life. (laughs) Like, I don't
0: think I'd be disgusted by him, like I am now, if it weren't for the children. Yeah, and like... You can fuck mm -hmm. a goat all you want. Yeah, that's gross. Mm -hmm. That's your prerogative. Like, Mm -hmm. you can do whatever the fuck you want. But if you're making children watch you have sex...
1: Off. yeah that's that's not he cool to go to jail yeah and I I have a feeling a lot of his sexual acts weren't not consensual or you yeah. even said there was like four sex rituals and stuff oh my god okay <laughs> <So. sighs> Jesus well thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> No, thank you uh, you guys so much for listening to our creepy stories and wild speculations. Uh, This is the Dark by Design podcast. Please go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, and follow for more monstrous episodes released every Monday at midnight. You can also find more information about today's topic on the show's website, www.darkbydesignpodcast.com, or on Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok at Design underscore podcast. Listen to us on your favorite podcast streaming site or watch the show on our YouTube channel by searching for Dark by Design Podcast. We want to also hear from you too. Remember, this is a two-way relationship, and if you have any creepy encounters, ghost stories, or personal true crime stories that you would love to share with your fellow Coven members, go ahead and DM us your story on social media or email at us at us at gmail.com, which is also linked in the description below for your convenience. And um, let us know about your really cool stories because we want to start doing some listener story uh, episodes.
0: Absolutely.
1: Which My I would love to do.
0: one on uh, Instagram, so I'm going to ask him if we can read it, like, on the show. That would be great. Oh, for
1: sure. And maybe
0: once we get, like, four or five stories, we can mm-hmm. do, like, a, a quick, like,
1: 30-minute episode. Oh, I would love that. I really would. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, I just, like, I love, one, I was just like, Communicating with other human beings, and also too, um, I just, just I love talking about creepy things. So come Me talk too. about creepy things with us. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and also, uh, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening, and uh, we will see you next week for another spooky tale. Which is a, I'll give you a little uh, sneak peek. It's a, um, an urban legend from the United States. Ooh, how fun! We haven't done one yet, so I'm very excited. <laughs> but we will see you, beautiful lovelies, next. I loved it, though. We'll see you beautiful lovelies next week on uh, Monday at midnight for more spooky tales. Mm -hmm. So please be nice to yourself. (laughs) That stupid motorcycle's back. And um, be nice to other people, as I just said, to curse that other person. And uh, we'll see you next week.
0: (laughs) Bye. Bye. Wait, should we uh, do some ASMR? Should
1: we say bye into the microphone? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Bye. Beautiful. The world's most shocking monster. Never have you known such cringing terror, such sudden shock.